0: Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Aftar. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. Today we're going to be talking about how to go from an amateur to being an expert. How to prepare yourself and your kids for the future. And for that, I want to lay some groundworks with some history. In the history of mankind, there were different eras, and the timelines I'm going to describe are of course a rough estimate, but this was the general pattern. At one point we were hunter-gatherers, eat or be eaten. We lived a nomadic lifestyle, following the vegetation and the animals so that we could eat. That was all about survival, avoiding danger, staying in the cave, follow the animal instinct for eating and procreating so that you can stay alive. Then, roughly shortly after that came the agricultural age. That was about 10,000 years ago. Here, humans developed technology to stay in one place year-round and grow crops to feed themselves. They started herding livestock, domesticating animals for their benefit. This, again, was the age of follow your ancestors. Learn from what they did to stay alive, kind of like the hunter-gatherer mentality. This was about following the seasons, plant and reap the crops, and work majority of the day in the field to be successful. This type of agriculture led to trading, where you could trade silk and spices, something that you were good at growing. This trade then led to other geopolitical advancements. Then came the age of industrial revolution. This was about faster transportation, about 200 years ago. The steam engine could be used to get places much faster. In this age, it became important to learn from the educational system. During this transition, our physical capabilities of being able to put up a hard days of work became less important. It didn't matter as much if we were able to plow the fields all day long. What mattered was our knowledge and our education. This way, the physical capability did not remain the only means of survival. The survival shifted to your ability to think, to produce based on an increasing knowledge base. So this knowledge base became the most important factor for survival and success. And the educational system became the main focus. Industrialized nations made schooling their topmost priority. Parents made and still make schooling for their children their topmost priority. Then came the next era that we're currently transitioning into, and still, rules are ever-changing. And I don't think many people realize this, but we're in the middle of change, and this is the era of artificial intelligence. So seeing the patterns of historical change, just like agricultural revolution directed human beings to change from hunter-gatherers to creating civilizations and cities, Industrial Revolution directed change away from the need of physical capability to intelligence and knowledge. Such change is coming along right now in the age of artificial intelligence. And by the way, this is why there was an uneven distribution of power. Men of course have always been on average physically stronger than women, but it took a wrong turn when the patriarchy took to abuse, which is often the risk whenever there is an uneven distribution of power. Which is why Islam has so many rulings about protecting the rights of someone with less power, especially women and children. Anyway I digress. Moving away from needing physical strength to intellectual capabilities was the biggest change between agricultural and industrial revolution. This is where the education systems became the center of thriving economies. Similar to that change, now we're standing at the verge of another change. This is being directed away from thinking and knowledge. To uniqueness. What does that mean? It means that the age of artificial intelligence, your ability to be successful will depend on being able to provide a unique and special value to the world. And this is where the topic of this podcast comes in, going from being an amateur to an expert. Because of this inevitable change, it becomes extremely important that you seek expertise in some field if you want to be successful. So for our survival and success, human went from needing physicality, to needing knowledge, to now facing another impending transformation where we will be needing our uniqueness. And all the knowledge that you need to carry out previous tasks can be given to you by AI. Even before AI, search engine replaced your need of remembering facts. But with AI, now you can write papers, essays, theories, design experiments, run analyses of results, take the LSAT, and create art. So the next obvious question is, what does it mean for me as a human being? Where do I fit in? How do I contribute? How can I make a living as a human if everything I can do is being replaced by machines? One thing to remember is our fear brain stirs into action every time there is change. This happens with pretty much every advancement. But technology doesn't replace the need of human. It forces them to become creative and advance themselves. So I told you all of this because there was a need for me to lay this foundation, to sort of lay a bunch of fears to rest, and to make a case for what I'm about to tell you next. Which is, become an expert at something. AI cannot replace your uniqueness, yet. Your irreproducibility makes you unique, and this is for the mothers out there as well. When you're teaching your kids success skills, but you yourself have never experienced the world like it is now, you've never experienced this change for yourself, how are you supposed to teach somebody else how to survive in it? In that case, all you have to do is follow this method. The unconventionality that each human possesses will become their success story. With time, you'll see how your exclusive skill set puts you in high demand. So what does that look like in real life? Let's say you're in the healthcare industry, or you're a nurse, or a nurse's aide. If your knowledge base got you here, then your uniqueness will get you further. Niche down and subspecialize in what it is that you can offer as a unique skill. Meaning as a nurse, you might become a wound care nurse. And further, you might become a wound care nurse that specializes in burn patients. Become the expert of the experts in burn victim wound care. Or let's say you're a realtor, then sub-specialize in commercial property or investment property. Or even further, sub-specialize in eco-friendly investment properties nationwide. Anyone who's interested in that niche will be referred to you. Make yourself a top-tier expert. And how you're going to do that, we're going to discuss next. But first, a few more examples. Let's say you provide child care for a living. Then you can choose to specialize in child care for single mothers or children with special abilities, dyslexia, ADD. When you sub-specialize in your niche, you will become a person in high demand because you are the only one who does that. And you got here by following your uniqueness, your innate talent, abilities, and skills. If you currently work for a non you can specialize in grant writing. You can specialize in grant writing for Islamic nonprofits and make yourself known as such. You will immediately increase your demand. Use the advancements of the industrial revolution of the artificial intelligence at your disposal for your benefit. Use the schooling system to get you where you are. Get educated, get information. You can use the tools that artificial intelligence provides to excel at your expertise. So what happens when you become an expert at something? It gives you a very specific advantage of knowing the inner workings of your field. That gives you the vantage point of being dynamically creative. Provide value that no one else can. And I always tell you guys that money is the token of exchange of value. That's how money will follow you. Then my practice comes alive with all of the questions and comments that I get from my clients. And I'm going to share some that I frequently face. People tell me, I don't know what to do, I don't have enough qualifications, I don't have time, I'm not good at what I do, and all of the rest of the mind drama. (laughs) And mind drama happens to be my subspecialty. (laughs) I help Muslim women manage their minds to live a successful life. This is done through neuroplasticity, through self-direction. So I've recently done a podcast, Expert vs. Authority. And this podcast, first of all, was very well received, and thank you so much for all the downloads and all the inputs I received in that episode. That's where I talk about your authority to make your own decisions with yourself. And in this episode, I talk about how to become an expert at something. One universal method of becoming an expert at something is to keep doing it. But I'm going to provide you with different language so that when you start this process and when you're hit with a roadblock, you don't internalize it. All experts are made from mistakes. Someone said mistakes are must-takes, something that must happen for you to become better at something. And enough of those must-takes makes you an expert. Every time the outcome of your effort is not something you expected, your default brain will gather this piece of information and make it mean something about you, something destructive. Default brain will present setbacks as facts, usually based on previous internalized limiting beliefs. Another option is that you can use your brain to gather data and update the information. So the next time it is working to sort out the same problem, it will have a higher chance of success. This is the upgraded function of the brain, something you have to train your brain to do. So you niche down, like I'm a Quran teacher, I provide my services online, I specialize in kids age 6 to 12 whose parents work outside of the home. Or I specialize in teaching the Qur'an recitation to teenagers. Or I specialize in a unique approach to the memorization of the Qur'an. Niche down and collect sample upon sample until you're an expert at it. Language that you're going to use during this process instead of I made a mistake or that was a failure to Errors are opportunities to learn. Failures are data points. Every mistake is a chance to improve. There is a lot of other things you can tell yourself, mostly just in your mind. There are no wrong turns, only paths. Mishaps are lessons in disguise. No such thing as a mistake, only feedback. Every failure is a stepping stone to success. Each blunder is a valuable learning experience. No such thing as a failure, only learning opportunities. No such thing as a misstep, only discoveries. These are some of the thoughts that I frequently default to. Take samples, keep collecting data every day. (laughs) So I'll give you an example of our morning routine. I collect a new sample every day. We are more than halfway done with this school year, but every morning I'm asking the kids, how could we do this differently next time? What sample did we collect here? And again, it's very much about language, because language is your thought. Language is what creates your internal experience of emotions. So if you keep calling it failures or telling them that they made a mistake, like this morning you made a mistake of not waking up to your alarm, your language is what becomes your children's internal dialogue. So we have to be really careful with what we say to them. This type of language can be very easily modified to What can we do tomorrow that you can wake up on time? Maybe you can set up two alarms. Maybe you can go to bed earlier. Maybe you can move the alarm clock far so you get out of bed to turn it off. This sample that we collected is what we then use to update our brains so we can operate from this new piece of information next time. Next time it's time to wake up to the alarm, we're operating with the sample. Apply this to yourself, apply this to your children. There is absolutely no need for shaming, no need for mistake or failure type of language. Some other language that you can adopt is, we're gathering data, we're accumulating evidence, we're amassing examples, building a data set every morning, every day, every experience. This is the real way to become an expert at something. This is how you celebrate your strengths and uniqueness. So the other day, kids came back from school from a field trip, and I asked them, did things go as you planned, or did you learn something? Did you do anything differently? What were your samples from today? This helps them reflect back on their day to look at it in a way that can be constructive for the future. And same applies to you. Ask these questions at the end of the day to yourself. For me, whenever I'm learning a new skill set, I become very creative with the language in my head. I say to myself, I'm curating a collection of samples, assembling a sample set. I'm creating a portfolio of sorts, collecting a library, accruing examples. Alhamdulillah, I'm starting my journey of memorization of the Quran now. What I thought was going to work a month ago is dramatically different than what I have developed so far as a process, all through telling myself that I'm compiling resources, establishing a database, collecting specimens. All of these are samples. Learn to neutralize mistakes through language, and you will have an upper hand on almost anyone else while you're trying to become an expert in your field or at the task. If you're learning to drive and you drove over a curb, that was the sample. If your kid asked to borrow your car, you allowed it, but he didn't return it in time or returned it with the empty tank. This was your data point for next time. Blameless evaluation of your process is the only way to become good at anything. Evaluation as the path of Ihsan is my episode number 95 is also where I talk about this process in detail. So another very common example I deal with has to do with parenting. You don't have to become an expert at parenting for the whole world, Unless you choose to do that, you just have to become an expert of parenting your own children. Just like if you're learning to cook, you don't have to become a world-renowned Michelin star chef. Again, unless you want to. All you need to do is become an expert at providing healthy meals for your family. The process is the same. The process is to change the thought, the mindset, the approach until you get to your desired goal. We as a family are still not experts at morning routines, but through our daily data set point collection, we've done that half of the year, we've gotten really good from where we began. Mornings are peaceful and calm. Everyone knows their responsibility and if they slip, it just goes in another point of collection of the portfolio. There are a lot of experts out there that will give you different advice. Someone might say use a reward system. But for you you don't know where the happy medium is. What to do so you don't overreward to undermine future rewards and not to underreward just so that you don't even elicit any response in the future. How do you know which one to use for your family? Again, try something, see how it landed and collect evidence. Another parenting expert might tell you parents should never disagree in front of children but you find in your household that there are highly opinionated people all around so for yourself be creative ask yourself can i disagree in front of kids without disrespect can i agree in front of them and disagree in private can i disagree with my spouse and explain to the kids why i did it can i disagree from a place of respect keep assembling samples become the parenting expert of your own household. And just like it's true in any field, if you want to provide value outside of the home in exchange of money, then gain skills, learn from other experts. If it takes a certification, or if it takes university level schooling, PhDs, whatever it takes, but still you need to apply this language to become your own unique expert in the field. And that is how you generate unprecedented value in your field. And that's how halal income follows you. That's when money for your effort becomes a side effect. Your focus is on becoming an expert and providing value. All the while, you don't devalue yourself during this process. And people will come to you asking how they can pay you money so that you can provide them with your services. So as a review... Long ago, our ancestors lived in a hunter-gatherer society where physical fitness was crucial to staying alive. (laughs) Can you imagine having to hunt for your own food and running around all day? (laughs) Maybe I couldn't survive that now. But as time went on, we entered the Industrial Revolution and survival became about gaining knowledge and following the education system. Nowadays, it's all about embracing our unique skills and talents and to stand out in this world. This is why, if you want to provide value in exchange of money, you need to become an expert. AI is predicted to replace our intelligence and our knowledge, just like the Industrial Revolution replaced our physicality. But humans, as Allah created them to be adaptive, we will thrive once again, insha'Allah. Artificial intelligence will not replace human beings, it will only replace those who can't use it. Just like machines did not replace human beings, it only replaced those who couldn't adapt. Change is the only constant. Become an expert at something and don't be shy to invent and reinvent yourself as many times as you need to keep generating value, to keep growing, if that's what you choose to do in your life. Your exclusivity is what increases your demand your singularness. The exact being that you are now is what makes you unique. With the exact skin you're in, with the style of clothing you choose, all of it makes you exactly right for who you are. Your path that led you to this point is what you had to always take to be successful. The exact path you've had is what you've always needed to get you here. The exact childhood the exact parents, the exact spouse, the ethnicity, belief system, all of that has been your journey is what you needed to create your value as a singular human being. And you can turn all of that into expertise using the language of non failure. You can create and recreate yourself as many times as you need to based on this uniqueness. When you enter your workplace, your business, your home situations, and they're constantly changing their demands, you're going to need to adapt every time using this non-failure language. In face of change, the brain will default to, I'm not cut out for this. I don't have the skills. Things are changing too fast. I'm too old for this. And you're going to have to use an upgraded version of your brain to come out of these traps. I'm teaching you these thoughts to quiet the default in our dialogue. So write them down if you have to, practice them as much as you need. But remember these, success is not the absence of failure, it's the ability to learn from failure. There are only lessons, no defeats. Being an expert is not a destination, it's a journey. And I will leave you with more of the following thoughts, and I hope you practice it on your way to becoming an expert. This is more of non-failure language that you should write down. Mistakes are opportunities for growth. Every setback is a setup for a comeback. Success is not final unless it is in the afterlife. Courage to continue is success. Falling down is an accident, staying down is a choice. Okay, and this next one is my favorite. I've had to write it down on multiple sticky notes and it's all around my house. (laughs) Experience is the name successful people give to their mistakes. Experience is the name successful people give to their mistakes. So good. The only limit to our expertise is the limit of our learning. Expertise is not the absence of failure. It's the ability to learn from failure. Where change is inevitable, progress becomes a choice. Use these and other creative internal dialogues to celebrate your individuality, increase your adaptability and become an expert. And that will increase your skills within a field, inside or outside your home. This requires dedication, mental work, and a continuous desire to learn and improve. The practical steps are choose an area of expertise identify the field of your skill you want to specialize in, and narrow your focus to a specific area within the field. Utilize the language I gave you so you make it accessible to you. You, as the expert, establish yourself, have the confidence, follow the method, and contribute at whatever level you choose to. I, myself, is someone who embraces mistakes, seeing them as opportunities to grow and learn. When things don't go as planned, I have a comeback attitude knowing that setbacks are temporary and I can bounce back stronger. I celebrate my past because it makes me the woman I am today. This of course does not come naturally. I am not unique. I am a human being. I have a default brain that is my nafs that is constantly pulling me down. I have to practice the higher quality thoughts like a script constantly reminding myself. This is the way to become someone who fails forward, analyzing to what went wrong and using the knowledge to improve and make progress. Again, this does not come naturally. What comes naturally is the default of who made me an expert? Am I being arrogant if I call myself an expert? The default is always questioning and second-guessing which is why mind management is so, so important. Find me at islamiclifecoachschool.com to find out how you can work with me for this mind management. You as an individual can learn, study, research, read, take tests, but that is not as important as reframing your mistakes as samples, especially moving forward in the era of AI. Artificial intelligence will replace your intelligence but it cannot replace your uniqueness and your uniqueness is what makes you human that's what you use to become an expert and that is all you need to create value that is all you need to raise your standard of living with that I pray to Allah O oh Allah we ask you for your guidance to help us in becoming experts in our fields of work education spirituality, and personal growth. Give us the strength, resilience, and mindset to learn from our mistakes and use them as stepping stones towards success. O Allah, forgive our mistakes on this journey. Grant us barakah in our efforts. Grant us deep knowledge of everything you've created. Help us remember that the greatest glory is in striving towards the path of ihsan. Help us with the understanding that living in this world is not about never failing, but rather, it's about rising every time. O Allah, only you know when life's supposed to end on this planet. Until then, help us overcome our fear-based mind. Until then, expand our minds to accommodate to change you are allowing. Purify our intentions behind our actions, Purify our hearts, O Allah. Please grant me and all of us guidance to become experts, use our knowledge and our skills to benefit others. Ameen, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Please keep me in your duas. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes, and inshallah, I will see you there.